Namaste, I am Shepali Vaidya. Welcome to Indic Chat Live, the Indic Academy Roundtable Conference. We are here to discuss the Tashkan Files, a movie by award-winning filmmaker and the writer of the best-selling book, Urban Naxals, Vivek Agnihotri. I have with us some really eminent guests. They come from very diverse backgrounds. They have a lot of interest in movies and they bring to the table their own set of life experiences. And I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting discussion. Let me introduce the guests. We have with us Arjun Singh Kadyan. He's a professor of geology at Indira Gandhi University, Rivari. He's also a researcher and a writer. Then we have Gayatri Ayer. Gayatri is actually, she wears many hats and she wears them with great style. She's an entrepreneur, she's a writer, she's a yoga teacher, she's a traveler, and she does everything well. Next we have Guru Prakash, who is also a professor. He teaches law at Patna University. He is a fellow at India Foundation. And he also writes for different newspapers and online publications. Then we have Shweta Basuprasad. She is the main protagonist of the movie and I've seen the rushes and I have seen her performance. It's really searing and I would like to know more about how she went about doing that role. We have of course with us Vivek Agnihotri who is the director and who was brave enough to pick up this gauntlet. We have Prakash Belwadi, a national award winning actor and everybody knows him at least in Karnataka and in India. And he has uh, done a brilliant performance as an ex-intelligence agent. <coughs> then we have D.V. Sridharan, who was a marine engineer. And then he came back to India and he started being a teller of uh, positive stories about India. And now he does something completely different. He transforms a barren land into a forest somewhere near Chennai. He is also the only person on this panel who has actually lived through the Shastri era and he has seen what it was like the day when India got the news that Shastriji passed away. We also have with us Vinay Mangal who is a marketing professional and he loves movies, he writes movie reviews and all of us have seen the trailer as well as the rushes. Uh, the trailer I think got released last week sometimes, right? Yeah. And already it has clocked more than 5 million reviews. Um, yeah, I mean, the numbers don't matter because you can get as many millions as you want at 2 pesa per view or 10 <laughs> pesa per view or 2. And they can come from Uzbekistan or uh, Slovakia and all those. So those numbers matter to the films which are big stars. But what is very important to understand, this is a phenomenon of Prakash, even I learned for the first time, that how you measure whether your product is successful is by the engagement. Yeah. You know, the replies which people write. You'll find some uh, uh, products have 50 million, 60 million uh, views, but they have very few replies or maximum people will write, oh, she's look, heroine is looking beautiful, her clothes are good and dance is good. But here if you see, very strangely, there's a reply. And there are some 70 replies to that reply. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which means people are engaging. And it's not an engagement because of the trailer. This is an engagement because somewhere you will find in people's psyche, it's an unanswered question. And people want to discover. And who are these people? These are not uh, 50 plus intellectuals. These are not political analysts. These are not media professionals. These are not Congress or BJP or any party. These are the young people of India who primarily are in universities and colleges and they are discussing this and that's why it's a very unique uh, phenomenon. How did you think about this topic? 
in the first place. I mean, I mean, political thriller as a genre is not that common in India, and a political genre, political thriller based on a real story is even rarer. I don't think there has been a story like this. So, how did you think of you know picking up such a sensitive topic? Um. See, I never picked up this subject. I got picked up for this subject. I don't know by some divine force. I don't know whose intervention was this. I never in my life thought I'll make a film on... Uh, in fact, if you see pre-Tashkan uh, files, in a lot of interviews, they said, Aajkal biopic ka trend chal raha hai. When will you make a biopic? I said, that's the most boring thing. I'll never ever make biopic. Because somebody has lived a life. I'm not going to live his life through my uh, writing or... But what happened in one of these uh, second Octobers one day, my son, when your children grow, you learn a lot. So he was sitting and I saw only Gandhi, 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 Gandhi. And this discussion has been throughout my life. Everybody, my father, uncles, everybody used to say, Are Gandhi ji ni, Shastri ji bhi to paida. Which is an old generation thing. Nobody discusses that now. So I also, that cliche I repeated and I said, Are, you know, today is also Shastri ji's birthday. Nobody talks about it. So he said, who's Shastri? You know? And he didn't know that on second, he was one of the best friends. So I tweeted and I said, uh, today is also Shastriji's birthday. And a lot of people on Twitter, they started saying, why don't you make a film on his uh, mysterious death? So I said, everybody wants you to make film on somebody's life. This is the first time people want me to make a film on somebody's death. In fact, nobody says make a film on Indra Gandhi's assassination. Nobody says, but this is very unique. So one of my assistants saw up, you know, so I said, since I was writing Urban Axles and I was free and nobody was giving work anyways in Bollywood, so I was totally unemployed. So I said, so I research karo, kya. To my surprise, what happened? All, there were four or five basic theories, holes in the story. And they keep circulating on internet with different uh, interpretations, different language, but the same story. If you look at all the articles, even written by the veteran of the best of the journalists, they say the same thing. Nobody investigated them. You know, it's all hearsay. And then you are a journalist, so you have an article. Somebody doesn't have an article, but he's writing the same thing. So I said, if you have to do something, I said, there is a story. It's a sort of a murder mystery. You know? It's a mystery. Definitely. And it's a very cinematic subject. So a typical uh, commercial, corrupt Bollywood mind told me that, yes, there is a story and there are people who are interested. So why not? But then also, uh, somewhere my conscience told me that this is a very sensitive subject. So you have to have authentic research. So for almost a year, we became whistleblower. And we filed at least a couple of dozen of RTIs. We have shown in the film also. In fact, she holds in one place. My idea was, I'll come to that later that everything should look authentic in the film. It should not look like that's my point of view or his view. So we filed these RTIs with foreign ministry, with home ministry, with prime minister's office, parliament of India, archives of India, so many other departments. Every single place they replied that we have no document whatsoever. Really? There are no documents No available. documents whatsoever. Only PMO replies that uh, there is no document related. There is one piece of paper, some, not in so many words, but something like that. There is one document, but it cannot be released due to some uh, security uh, issues. Though it means nothing. If there is a security issue, it cannot be one document. It has to be lots of documents. That's when I said, oh my God, this is the story. That is not the story. 
this is the story that in a largest democracy, if your prime minister dies and you don't know why and how, his family doesn't know, and we have no document. He, when prime minister goes, there's a protocol that his uh, 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 every minute log is maintained that 10.15 he met this person, 11 o'clock he met this person. Foreign Ministry and Embassy, they exchange some notes. That is official. That's a state property. It's not private property. It's a state property. Then his health is monitored. That's why Dr. Arun Chug was with him. Why was he there? So it's a protocol. Even Mr. Narendra Modi, his pulse is checked every morning, his heartbeat. It's not, you can't control it. You are a state uh, personality. They have nothing. So I said, okay, now we should make a film on this. That's when I decided. And then I issued a video saying that people crowdsource funding. I want to crowdsource research. Anybody who has any information on this subject, I, in fact, in that video, if you see, I have said, Tumare Tauji honge, unke dost honge, dadaji honge, kisi ke kuch, any, lead me somewhere. And then by the evening or next morning, the inbox was full, that Gmail thing, it has limited. It was full and we started searching. Then somebody put me on to Arjun Singh, who died recently, who was chief, air chief uh, of, uh, in 1965 war. Somebody put me to some other person. Somebody led me to all these videos like, you know, we were discussing CIA files. And slowly, we started building a very good secondary research. See, secondary research does not get due respect in the research uh, world. People generally trust primary research, which is empirical data, facts, and figures. Though that is more that can be manipulated uh, more. It's easier to manipulate. It's good for cinema. Yeah. But that led me to a lot of primary research. That's how I met Kuldeep Nayar also. And that's how I met so many people. And we got information. And then the whole thing came about. And when you'll see the film, you will see that the kind of research which has gone into making this film. Talking about the films, all of you have seen the trailer as well as the rushes. So as a moviegoer, I would like you to talk a little about what does the trailer tell you about the film? What is your impression of the film after seeing the rushes and the trailer? Arjun, you go first. First of all, congratulations for the wonderful film, um, you know, how far, you know, however it looks, however I have seen so far. A very powerful subject you've touched. Uh, what I wanted to understand, I mean, waiting a little uh, the subjects that you deal in mainstream or movies in Bollywood where are these two subjects where you'll probably deal with regional stories or in the recent times in the last 6-7 months you see the sudden spurt of movies which are touching the nationalist chord in all of us regional stories have not been talked about like no one talks about Hemu from Rivadi who actually with the support of Afghans was sat on the throne in Delhi or someone talking about the third battle of Panipat, where the Marathas lost. And it was a huge blow, uh, so to say, for a Hindu empire. No one talks about these subjects in mainstream Bollywood. And how do you think that in the last six, seven months, where do you see this sudden spurt of nationalist uh, movies, say, Uri do, did exceptional work. I mean, I am uh, a little sad that uh, that movie is off theatres now. And your movie, of course, I believe it will be a huge success for the same reason. So these two subjects that I want to learn more about you from. Um, uh, I'm sure Prakash will also have some point of view on this. It's a very interesting thing. It's not just six months. It's been happening for the last two, three years now. There are two reasons for that. One, I would say, uh, is the millennials. Okay, because millennials have consumed everything about 
uh, this country, society, uh, through secondary sources, which is through uh, digital knowledge and or seeing on basically on the smartphone and all that. Now, this millennials, because they are not so connected, they have not struggled so much in the real world to get information. They want to get connected and they are not embarrassed to uh, learn that their uncles or their grandfathers, they belong to Haridwar. They Acha, my grandfather belongs to Haridwar, so I want to learn about Haridwar. So you have Zor Lagake Haisa. You know, and all these millennials have now also coming to uh, film world. They are coming with their own stories. And they are not necessarily very proud of showing their hero in NRI market, you know, and they are pretty okay with that. So going back to your roots, and it's not happening only in India. It's happening in uh, most of the world, you know. So that is a global thing. And your culture is impacted because of the globalization, because of Netflixes and all that. And there is so much of over-communication with House of Cards and GOTs and all the international thing that you need that uh, rooted. Uh. But more than that, I think this is my analysis. I always speak about this. Films change with the top leadership of the country, always. If you, uh, if you analyze it, when Nehru was in power, look at the movies. They are run mostly by socialist and communist people, Olipta and all, Raj Kapoor, Mahbub Saab, K. Asif, all these people. And they were all socialist uh, bent of mind. Though they expressed themselves differently. During Indira Gandhi's uh, period, you see, during that short period of Lal Bahadur Shastri, you had all these Manoj Kumars and, yeah. uh, uh, and, and Mohan Kumar, and all these people were making uh, patriotic films. Uh, even Ketan and Hakikat and all these films started coming uh, during Shastri's period. Then Indira Gandhi's phase, you will see, mostly the movies, the police officer was corrupt, the industrialist was corrupt, there was uh, blackmailing, there was hoarding, all these films, Roti Kapda Makan, Diwar, and all these urban acts, where everybody was frustrated. Because the entire leadership was leading you in a dark era and nobody had control. And then you see very interesting, interesting when you had these coalition governments, so many weak governments, including uh, Rajiv Gandhi and VP Singh and all up to Narsimha Rao liberalization era, you see what kind of movies you made. You made all Govinda, Karina Kapoor, David Dhawan kind of films, Mama Bhanja films, you know, and just good for nothing. And they were going nowhere because the society country had no direction. There was no aspiration. So we were making those kind of films. And then came liberalization. Okay, then Sonia Gandhi's era, I would say, because it was her mindset which was ruling the country. Or Manmohan Singh or all those people, you know, Sam Petroras and all. And you suddenly find this NRI era yeah. with liberalization came. Your hero was not a teacher's son anymore. He was not a lawyer's son anymore. He was not a farmer's son anymore. He was an NRI wearing uh, Ralph Lauren and all those kind of things. And he's living there. And there was no real villain. There was no social evil in our films. Right? And what he was fighting, he was fighting the aspiration of uh, his girlfriend or his father, her father. That became... No, and we stopped making nationalist films. People like J.P. Datta were out of work and they were unemployed. Those kind of people. Now you see in the last four or five years, what kind of movies you are making? Badhai Ho, Zor Laga Ke I think that's the name of the film. And whole lot of films like that, not one. Even when now you are making a rom-com, the most successful two rom-coms are one is Barfi ki bar Bareli Ki Barfi and now this Luka Chippi. Look at the youth films which used to be earlier 
this flashy hero going all young boys in uh, london and new york now which movie pyar ka panchnama which is so rooted in haryana boys they talk like that yeah so that's why uri or accidental prime minister and the second thing what has happened is since i am on cbfc board so i know where the thinking is going which has become very liberal when it comes to the content earlier filmmakers were so scared kya film banana hai acha yaar nehru ba nahi nahi yaar nehru ba pe kahan ye hui now somebody is nehru okay give me some plot on nehru i'll make it somebody will make it so that change in the overall mindset of the society i think that is leading us towards these kind of things. and so uh, if uh, i may uh, yeah so respond briefly i'll tell you i think the there is there are two kinds of censorship that you must see there's an official uh, board of certification but there is also a kind of intellectual censorship in the country where it, you get frightened to ask certain questions i'm very there's one of the curious things about having acted in this film was that everybody wanted to know yeah. what kind of a film was it was it a period film this is the first question they would ask and if it's not a period film how are you doing this film without shastri ji in the film yeah. this the, this is the idea you know and the trailer does an extremely good job which shows you right. the question itself of locating that film exactly where it needs to be so i'm the reference to your question is that i think there is a new confidence to ask questions because i think the the stranglehold of the of the of the of the what they what they claim to be the left liberal uh you know clique or in a framework in this country has weakened you know chomsky says rightly that you know the liberals are the ones you should suspect because they are the gatekeepers to the establishment he says you know they take the role right. of the critic as well you know they they usurp the cr- criticism role as well now there is a freedom and it comes from changing the discourse of the country which the top leadership has done which i agree with which is the reason why a new kind of film is beginning to come one last thing i want to say i think you have to distinguish the films that position themselves as i am on this side and i'm making the film i think you will find that the tashkent files is not a film that locates its, itself and saying i'm on this side and asking a question it is saying i'm young uh, curious i have the right to ask this question yeah, right. so exactly yeah. so you know when i watch the trailer i am also that you know late 80s 90s generation and i only read one aspect of shastri in my school jay jawan jay kisan padha tha baki hu shastri with gandhian tha wo to mujhe ab you know after i saw the trailer i got interested i went and read i didn't know he was a gandhian he was from malabar very simple man mujhe bilkul idea nahi tha but when i saw the film i felt because being on the path to discover the truth which is what like indic academy is also all about we are all part of that that we need to know the truth and people like me in this generation have no clue because we studied only one aspect of history unfortunately so i feel we i missed out so much on our history on our people on our great leaders that hua kya tha and if i contrast it to us where you know john f kennedy uh, you know was also assassinated and also was flamboyant and all and shastri was simple a gandhian but yet today's generation the us still want to know what happened to john f kennedy what happened what was the reason and here i mean it was surprising that pata hi nahi tha there was no discussion there's not a single thing school college group social groups you know there's no mention is actually it was like wow ye bhi koi topic ho sakta hai kya so for me that exactly 
which, I, uh, I, I'll come to Shweta. So when uh, Vivek narrated the story to you and the character and uh, you are also a millennial, what were the thoughts in your mind when you first heard of the character? How, what did you think of the whole story? Thank you for the question, ma'am. Namaskar, my name is Shweta Basu Prasad and um, I'm playing the character of Ragini Phule in this film, who's a journalist. And uh, the first time when I read the script, actually the first time when I heard about the story, the concept, I tested for it, for my role, and then retested, and then I got on board. My first reaction was that I'm very embarrassed, that I didn't know much about it. I came with very, very limited knowledge, and uh, that piqued my curiosity, obviously, because I wanted to know more about it. Um, it's a very unique film, because, you know, I remember the first time when the teaser came out, a lot of people were asking, is Mitun Chakravarti playing Shastriji, or is Nasruddish Cha playing Shastriji? So people couldn't imagine that, you know, film can be made in a 2019 consumable setting, which is a lot like this setting that we have today, you know, which is an open discussion, people for and against the conspiracy theory. And it's probing something that happened 53 years ago. And I feel as the youth of this country, as a citizen, as a cinephile, as an actor, as an artist, as a student, that we're 53 years very late to make this film. So my first reaction was that. And uh, I think the uniqueness of this subject um, really triggered a lot of um, also memories of different films that I've seen with strong characters. And very we have a dearth of political films in the country. So. One right. thing which uh, I would like to point out is, uh, as an audience, when I first time saw the trailer, the first thing which just struck me, and I think it is very purposefully being put by filmmakers, that after second prime minister, this tarike se bar jata so I think, uh, I mean, thanks that you touched this topic. As an audience or as a citizen of India, I felt that even we, we, we never thought about it. I mean, for on a death of a lesser minister, countries go on war. And then your second PM, you know, signs a treaty and gets he passes away and nobody does anything. Yeah, DV, let me come back to you. You, as I uh, introduced you, you are the only one in this panel who has a very clear memory of what Shastriji was as a PM. How do you think he was different from his illustrious predecessor, Nehru? And what was the nation's reaction when suddenly in the newspaper there was news that Shastriji was no more? One day before he had signed the accord and next day he was no more. So what was the nation's mood? Not like yeah. Just yeah. few hours later. Yeah, you, you just got to pardon the 77-year-old man slipping back into his past and thinking about it. And thanks to Vivek Agnihotri, this trailer on the rushes made me go back. I had lived through the tenures of every prime minister of this country. I was born in British India. India became free when I was five. And Jawaharlal became prime minister when I was five. And he was prime minister until I was 20, 21. That's how long he was. But one thing I remember about Jawaharlal's time, we thought India was Jawaharlal, and there was no future for us, and there was nothing but Jawaharlal. And every now and then, there was slow print media in those days. There used to be periodic columns in Indian press and foreign press after Nehru who? Yeah. They said it's an unanswerable question because India faces a dead wall if Nehruji was not around. Now, we all got conditioned that it's Nehru that's running the country. It was a Nehru-centric. I was part of it. I didn't judge him differently. I judged him affectionately, fondly, insecurely in real time. And then when he died, I was 21, 
And the big buzz was what's going to happen to us. And then along went the South Indian Kamaraj, went to Delhi, developed a consensus, and brought Lal Bahadur Shastri into prime ministership. And he was a, quite an unknown quantity in the South. We knew that as a name. He had resigned on principle because of a railway accident. He was yeah. an impeccably yeah. honest man. We knew all that. But when we saw him, he was a small-made man, and he had an impish smile, disarming kind of a smile. We didn't think much of him. But I must say, within a few months, people, he, you tended to underestimate uh, Lal Bahadur Shastri. And among all the people who underestimated him, and I'm glad to say, are the Pakistanis. <laughs> they thought this guy was a pushover. Is such a new person, and India is insecure without Nehru, and he's a small, diminutive man. What's he up to? And man, did he grow in height and stature in those days? I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm using the word Churchillian, not because it's Churchill. This man suddenly was a giant of the Churchillian proportions, and he inspired the nation, and we were all electrified, and he did it with ultimate aplomb with no panic on his face, with a smile. I remember a little thing after the war was over, there was a patent tank. The Pakistanis had a lot of patent tanks. And he told his army, go and decimate it. We swatted them like flies. And he picked up various damaged patent tanks and sent it to various controlments and said, display it in your cities. He, we, but last there's one patent tank. And his birthday came shortly after and they made a birthday cake for him, which was the shape of a pattern tag. And he cut it, and he said, I too destroyed a pattern tag, and he smiled. He walked into the hearts of India. He was the most beloved of people. He was, and then he started the, he saw the flaw in the Nehruvian approach, which we saw through his eye, and shifted the focus on security and agriculture, food growing. I was a sea-going man. We used to bring grains. I used to be humiliated to bring grains into this country. And Lal Bahadur gave us a new pep into our uh, lives. So all this by way of saying, if a nation was besotted by him, he was beloved of the people, if they suddenly said he died, I didn't believe he died naturally. Let me tell you, the country didn't believe he died naturally. But it's so amazing. I was speaking to Gayatri earlier, and she says, what does it matter? really now. And I said, this is the way they bury history. Shastri is only 53 years. And nobody really wanted to know the story. I, actually, I was moved to tears close to seeing the rushes. And I said, somebody is at loss asking the question, what happened to him? It's a who done it. He didn't say he did it exactly. or they did it. It's a who done it. Let's get the word correct. Who done it is a question. I hope it clo goes close to the closure. So I'm so grateful that you uh, did this. And I'm sorry, I'm in a kind of a nostalgic, reminiscent mood now. I'm so moved. I think someone has come to resurrect. It's about a dead man, you might say. We just brought him alive. I think Lal Bahadur is going to walk again. And he certainly is my heart. I discovered him there. And Lal Bahadur might have been dead, but I think you're going to make him walk. I'm very eager to watch the movie. I hope I don't cry at the cinema. I want to say one line. It's a very contemporary film. Yeah. It's a who done it, but it's not just a period who done it. Yeah. It's a who done it now. It is.
Okay, uh, I have a question for Guru. And in the trailer, which uh, brings me to your point of uh, it's a contemporary film, in the trailer also, there are some really sharp, sparkling dialogues, which are more contemporary than they are of that period. For example, you cannot question anything in this country because one word, secularism. That is one of the dialogues. I'm rephrasing it, but essentially this is what it means. And there is this really, and, and I really bow to your performance there, when, uh, the, when, when the, I think the minister asks, says that this is the country of Gandhi and Nehru, and her character says, Shastri ji ka kyun nahi hai? And in that one line, you actually gave it your all. It was, it was an amazing performance. So uh, my question to you, Guru, is you are a law professor. You are a student of contemporary politics. How, uh, how contemporary do you feel this thought is in today's world after seeing the trailer? Sir, in the trailer, there is one scene in which I see contemporary movies in the first time, ecosystem shift. Vinay Patak Ji says that this ecosystem wants to save it, this deep state wants to save it. How do we do deep state? What are your thoughts? Who is it? What 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 is it? There are some ways that they want to remain in front of them, but they don't reach them. What is it? See, I don't know how much I can say, but when you watch the film, then you will understand how to... See, you know how mafia runs? Mafia runs the chain. Okay, one kadi, dousri kadi se judi hai, but this kadi doesn't know how it's related to the other one. And when somebody gets caught in mafia, if you read the, the details of Godfather right. in Sicily, how they run it, if you go into the deeper chain politics of chain politics, yeah. So you cut it off. If you cut it off, then police and nobody can ever reach there. You will never know who's running it. And there is a complete omerta also. Yeah, yeah. Similarly, politics also works like that. International politics definitely works like that. We think that this person is doing it, but actually somebody else is behind them. And deep assets, how they are created, even deep assets don't know. You know, anybody can become a deep asset. The only thing is how useful you are to accomplish certain mission. And India, because we had very powerful uh, neighbors, China and Russia, they had their own internal politics. And during Cold War, we had uh, uh, USA. And I don't know, in retrospect, I think that non-aligned meant Joe uh, Nehru started, I don't think it gave us dividends in any way. You know, because we got left out, that non-alignment uh, movement failed. And these countries used India in creating a lot of deep assets for them and uh, making policies through them. And even now, I'm telling you, in today's system, it's full of deep assets. I don't know who they are working for. Uh, on one side, you have red terror organizations. On the other side, you have Islamic terror organizations. Then you have capitalist organizations. Then you have this entire NGO mafia. You know, even NGOs create a lot of deep assets. Do you, do you know? Can you believe it? Absolutely. Uh, one line, you know, you asked the idea of this, the idea of Paribhasha, which is like EDM, the yes. power of EDM. See, one of the curious things that has happened in this country in the, in the last 18 months, you know, is that the word urban nuxials is being used in a it's in a, in a very ironical way by the other side you know me too urban nuxial when you say you're using the description of the uh, of the of what you think is the other side of the opposition to normalize the idea hmm? and but you know the, i think that that is that is a great victory for the person who creates that idiom 
Now we've heard, we've been using the word ecosystem many times. All of us use that. Has it become medium yet at a ground, casual level? My feeling is that the trap is correctly laid and you know, they will walk into it. <laughs> you know, so I'm saying they did that last time. That's the power of medium. And I think that is the power of this film. See, I want to say one small thing, you know, Shefaliji, you know, see how this country has changed. When you wanted to make a biopic of one of your greatest leaders, the person who marked the 20th century, Mahatma Gandhi, yeah. you got a, you put your money in the hands of a foreign director yeah. to that tell, this is how we are, we want some, that too British. Yeah. You want, because you don't believe your own story making, you know, especially history. History is the preserve of either the Western intellectual or the or the person educated by the Western intellectual. It's not like you can't do your own thing. This is a confident era. Just like they play cricket today, you know, people who come from villages, not from just the big cities, they come from everywhere. And, you know, this film is such, you know, it's a confident film. This is the film that will make a joke out of somebody importing a talent from outside to direct a film on Shastri, for instance. This is a milestone film for many reasons, you know, and I think I shouldn't say more than that. <laughs> you know, when I was, uh, after I saw the, the trailer of this movie and I was researching for this session, and I tried to read up on what really happened after Shastri, and I was shocked that the day there was supposed to be a parliamentary hearing, Dr. Chug, who was supposed to present, he has an accident and he dies. And on the same day, I think Ramsharan was the name of the... Uh, Ram, Ramnath. Yeah. Ramnath. Not on the same day, on a different day. But he also dies of the uh, road it, accident. It is like, it is, I mean, even a normal person would think that there is something that's wrong. I mean, that it doesn't seem right. One has to be really ignorant. But why did nobody ask these questions? It's the job of the media to ask why did this happen? Yeah. Why did no investigative journalist take up the story and try to find out more in that era? Why was there this conspiracy of silence? You're talking may, about may the quest for truth, right? So why was there no attempt to seek truth? See, when you uh, talk about media, you'll be surprised when in my all the tons of papers which we have, that most of the research on Shastri is being done by these vernacular, small-time journalists and magazines and newspapers. Right? When we say media, we generally think of 9 o'clock uh, prime-time anchors. They are not journalists. They are anchors. That's why they are called anchors. Right? But the kind of brainwashing they have done that they have come to be known as. So therefore what I have done is, uh, I believe that still media, see, it's not that media is totally corrupt. It's because of these top cream of media, 10, 12 people, even the hard working. Look at the, these journalists who are in small towns running these newspapers, so four, five, six, they are doing some job. If nothing else, they are on a crime beat. They are a small paper, it will crime beat. That's why... They can't cut and paste, Vivek. They have to at least translate. They have to yeah. read and understand. Yeah, they are not cut yeah. and paste. And all these urban big uh, journalists, they are all copy-paste. And I know because I deal, I'm in media, you send a press release, every single right from Times of India to the top most everything you name India today Outlook, they write the same thing and you can write anything in that press release, whatever you want. Even if there is a typo, they will all carry the same typo. So, this is something even Prakash... So there is something that Prakash also doesn't know, 
uh, which I must uh, reveal now. When this film opens, the first frame says, this film is dedicated to all the honest journalists of India. Beautiful. You know? Be because almost 70 to 80 percent of research which we have got has been conducted by people in Telugu, in Bengali, in Tamil, in Marathi, you know, these small vernacular people who nobody knows. In fact, a lot of research came to me from a small-time journalist who I ultimately found him after three years. He's from Bastar, from Raipur. There's a place near Raipur called Jagdalpur. He's from there. It became his passion. So on the sideline, he would go and he has written a book on Shastri. Such detailed thing about him. So this is uh, which nobody else has done it. No, I had a uh, take after listening to Gayatri. She was, like I said, she said, how does it matter? It occurred to me, if they could so successfully bury the, uh, Lal Bahadur's death just 53 years ago, how much easier it must be to bury what happened to India 200, 300 years ago? They have so completely suppressed our history as though it didn't, ex 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 uh, it didn't exist. Many people think that India began in 1947. I happened to be born in 1942. Definitely, India existed when I was born. But people excise it, and India began with Nehru, and this great suppression gone on. And I was telling you earlier, the news cycle when I was young was from this morning's headline to next morning's headline, except from Akashwani News, to which there was no too many transistors. You had to be next to a radio. You didn't quite hear. So there was no involvement in news and what happened like there is today. And I used to think that social media made a big difference. Internet made a very big difference. But to come to the point I am making, when I saw the rushes of this film, I remember a film when I was in my 20s. It is a film called Z. And I think it was made by Costa Gavras, if I'm right. That shook me. That's about a Greek generals taking over the coup. It shook, and they got exiled, and the film had such a throwback. He was exiled, and he made it from in exile. It shook the country. And I used to think at the time, this is cinema. It shook society, it made international headlines. And when are we going to do that? And if I may say so, today I felt emboldened that we're entering that era of Costa Gavra's style of storytelling. Wow. And it's electric. Thank you and, for the... And I think it's... Uh, I, I think you would love to be bracketed with Costa Gavras. He's a... Thanks, thanks for that. No, thanks. But coming to Shweta, I must tell you, in this film, there is a dialogue, there is a character of a historian which is played by Pallavi. And at some point of time, she says a very correct thing. She says, what kind of India we want for ourselves? You know, uh, India where anybody comes with fake news, fake narrative, fake ideology, are they going to write the history of this country? Let the historians decide or, yeah, or experts are going to write. And she let the historians decide what is history. There's a pin drop silence because there's no argument after this. And then from the back, uh, Shweta's character, what she has done a brilliant job, she says, or Madam, agar aane wali history mein aap galat nikal She raises such an innocent, such a fabulous question. You know, and it wasn't like a very well thought out that we said, let's write a good dialogue. But sometimes the actors can 
change the meaning of a dialogue. There's also in the climax, in fact, you should tell what, how you felt. In the climax, I was seen just two days before coming here, Prakash. There was a line, she's, in the end, she's talking, 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 and at one point of she, she says, this is what happened, but I didn't know because nobody writes it in history. And it's a very cliche dialogue. Mm, such an important thing. Uh, 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 or average actor, even a good actor can say it just like the way I said. But the way she has said, I guarantee you, you will have tears in your eyes when you'll see the film. She has said, said it's, she's representing the entire generations after generations, a cumulative pain of three, four generations. Then no, why haven't you taught me good history? You should talk about it. Thank you, sir. Well, I studied journalism and I am a BMM graduate and I did make a documentary about the declining visibility of classical music in youth today because I used to learn the sitar. So I know the process, sir, or Ragini, my character, is going through when she's fighting, you know, is talking about classical music today in the kind of music we listen to is very anti, you know, I can't call it anti-establishment, but you know, it's, it's anti the time we live in. So I think I've, I have some way embody what Ragini was going through because personally, because of my, uh, my background that way. But as an artist, I think it's, it's a huge responsibility when you're representing a character which has a graph and is making the audience travel through not just those two hours that you're watching, you know, a film, but maybe 53 years of Indian history. And I think it's it, a sensitive topic like this comes with a lot of responsibility on an actor. And uh, uh, I don't know, I think as an artist, not many films give you the chance to transcend, you know, where you really, really forget who you are and people around you and you just become the person. In fact, the, the climax that Sir was talking, uh, talking, was talking about it was an eight-page monologue. And uh, there are a few lines that, you know, it, when I was doing that, there are a lot of lines that I added that uh, came from my subconscious as youth. You know, a lot of questions that you think about and, you know, you, you read, you know, because of social media, you're just scrolling constantly. Okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, this. And somewhere it's, it's always in your subconscious, but you never question it. And a character like this, a platform like this, this liberty that a filmmaker gives you, all those questions sort of crystallize and you just let it go. So I think for me, uh, this character was one of those moments where uh, Ragini and I just became one. And I think audience will become one with Ragini. You will be able to, you, it, a lot of questions will be answered that have been on your subconscious mind. We ask a lot of conscious questions, but we don't ask a lot of subconscious questions. So I think, uh, yeah. And you know, the agree with you actually. Yeah. So, I want to ask you one thing. In the trailer, I can see that uh, you were saying, Mithun Chakravarti ji, that you don't need to be true, you need to be true. And the only person who is like, adamant on uh, revealing the truth is a person who is relatively young. So yeah. is it also a commentary that yeah. earlier generations didn't want it and new generation wants Absolute. it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, See, uh, we talk a lot about youth, okay, but you tell me, have you seen any film where you have seen a young person actually fighting for truth? Right? Pahle hota tha, dekhi, Raj Kapoor ki filmo mein aapko mil jayega, Devanand ki filmo mein mil jayega, ek collective conscience, consciousness hoti hai ek society ki. The angst filled young person. Yeah. Was a meme of films. Yeah, that's gone. You know, we have trivialized everything. Everything is a joke. Everything is comedy. Yeah. Every, yeah, everything, even the awards, filmfare, which should be like, yes, you have humor. But everything is trivialized. 
now to see a character so she actually is part of how the youth is okay her introduction is she says no oh, my article was so successful it got so many uh, retweets and then the editor says a very interesting line he says listen political journalism your retweets nahi chalti hai if there is any profession which is more difficult than politics it's political journalism see so there's a lot of messaging through this film and i look look at this film it's very different i mean i know ultimately everybody will try to make it into a box office film kya hit hai flop hai kitna business kiya utna business kiya i know this is all going to happen in 5 days but i am absolutely not bothered about it because and this is very important and i can talk about it only in this forum see no industry can ever grow without a very strong r&d nothing nothing in this world even your life without r&d cannot grow unfortunately uh films in in hollywood they spend lot of money on r&d when they sign a writer they say okay for 2 years do nothing just go and do r&d in our industry it never happens that way therefore you uh, a natural in a natural way parallel cinema began in 70s that was the r&d lab of cinema that's how you learned how to tell stories differently how to do acting differently so many things even i would say the first one year six month one year phase of anurag kashyap and all these were indie filmmakers before they got corrupted you know where corrupted means before they became part of a big corporate system they also tried something but they were trying to titillate rather than do real r&d this film i think should be uh, looked at as a r&d film of filmmaking especially when it comes to performance because never ever we have seen 9 10 characters in a in a in a room with 15 17 page long scenes okay and they came rehearsed and they picked up cues they brought in their own elements their nuances dialogues and everybody knew hota kya aise main acha isne ye dialogue bola main aur bolunga do isne bola main char aur bolunga then one actor will come senior actor like mithun say for example he'll say acha acha yaar mera jaldi kaam khatam kar do that spoils the atmosphere and that's why you are not being able to uh, make good films in this country this film is such a learning it's become you haven't seen the final film it's a textbook case study if any young somebody wants to learn acting this is the film i'm telling you i would Vivek, also like to add to that that i think a film like the tashkent files can also become like say youth you know like people one generation up like you know somebody who was born in the 70s or like the early 80s might have still heard the stories of shastri ji or what happened in 66 or 65 it was a first hand what they must have received from their parents or dada dadi nana nani se kabhi kahani suni hogi but people who are born in late 80s or 90s don't have that discussion at all so i think from 50 years from now 100 years from now whenever there will be shastri ji's topic this film will be treated as a reference absolutely i think this is that film which will become you know an extension of your what you were saying and as r&d it can become a, a reference people can actually pick up this film obviously if someone wants to do an in-depth research they can watch documentaries firstly make documentaries and <laughs> write about it and then of course read about it but so, this film and there is so much politics which we haven't even covered in the film i mean there is 80% of the material we have not covered for example when shastri ji's uh, cremation was done then vijay ghat jab bana usme so it was obvious all congress people every single congress person suggested right jai jawan jai kisan and the prime minister of that time mrs gandhi refused to do that she said no i don't know for what reason then lalita ji 
शी ऑलमोस्ट सेट ऑन अ धरना एट शास्त्री जी वाइफ ललिता जी शी सेट ऑन अ धरना ओके एंड देन इट बिकेम वेरी एम्बेरसिंग फॉर कांग्रेस यू नो द कामराज एंड ऑल दोज पीपल दे सेट नहीं नो नो यू कान डू दैट यू कान डू दैट देन देवर डील वॉज डन शी वॉज कॉल्ड ओके वील अलाउ दिस एंड यू वोट बिलीव इट द वे इट वॉज डन इट्स सो सैड नो बडी नोज अबाउट इट नो बडी राइट्स अबाउट इट नो बडी इवन केयर्स अबाउट इट वेन वी आर शूटिंग एट विजय घाट शी वॉज देयर अर्ली मॉर्निंग वी रीच देयर वहाँ एक दो अगरबत्ती जल रही थी एट विजय घाट और एक वो भी हमने लगाई थी क्योंकि हम फिल्म मेकर्स हैं तो हमें लगाना पड़ता है वो सब कुछ था नहीं तो वो जो केयर टेकर है ही इज देयर सिंस शास्त्री जी सर ये ओल्ड मैन एंड ही वॉज टेलिंग मी दैट नो बडी कम्स यर ऑन सेकेंड अक्टूबर कहता यहीं से क्रॉस करके दे गो टू राजघाट बट नो बडी एवर कम्स यर नीदर ऑन इलेवन और सेकेंड अक्टूबर एग्जैक्टली स्कूल्स कॉलेज में तो ये पढ़ाया नहीं जाता We were never taught this second October also Lal Bahadur Shastri's birthday. We don't do anything. So one of my other questions to you: You brought in, you know, um, Shastri Ji's wife. Did you have a chance to talk to them about it, about the film, and how was their reaction? Because you know, nobody even bothers about them. Abhi, you know, ki wo kahan hain, kis halat mein. But when you went with them, went to them with this topic and research, saying film. So yeah, what was their reaction? I, I, yeah, I met everybody. See, the, I'll tell you what is. हम लोग ना इन पॉलिटिकल डिस्कशन इंटेलेक्चुअल डिस्कशन वी ऑलवेज फॉरगेट दैट शास्त्री जी वॉज ऑल्सो समबडीज सन ही वॉज समबडीज हजबेंड ही वॉज समबडीज फादर एंड दैट फैमिली नेवर गॉट क्लोजर यू इमेजिन योर ग्रैंड फादर गोज आउटसाइड इंडिया एंड ही डाइज इन मिस्टीरियस सस्पिशियस सर्कमस्टांसिस एंड यू से आई वॉन्ट अ पोस्टमार्टम ऑफ माई ग्रैंड फादर एंड यू आर नॉट अलाउड एंड देन योर ग्रैंड चिल्ड्रेन डोंट नो हाउ योर ग्रैंड फादर डाइड एंड देन फिफ्टी थ्री ईयर्स लेटर वैन यू गो एंड टॉक टू दैम all they have to say is ki we need a closure and most of them say we don't want anybody to prove that he died you know it was a conspiracy we want we'll be happy if we get to know he died of heart attack but at least let us know that yeah. that's the problem no i want to answer your question briefly so i think it's a very important thing even for indic academy you know it's important that this question is asked by a young person the central question of the film and it was important that a, a, an act, an actor of great quality asked that with great passion which which is what shweta did you know we were there when she did that mm-hmm. see i'll tell you why it is important the thing is this whole labeling of people if you ask a question you're right wing mm-hmm. if you ask if you make a certain comment then you're left wing it's a deadly one only the youth are free of this that's why it needs to be done correctly and you know if it's a if there's a suspicion of crime then a criminal investigation must follow that should have been the attitude but what happens here is the moment you ask a question you get labeled some of us are playing around with this you know and you know vivek ji himself he comes from like all of us did we couldn't escape that era we mm-hmm. thought if you want to be a nice person you had to be a leftist, leftist this is what yeah. we thought you know so i mean i saw, i once tw- tweeted that you know i thought i was left till i met leftists you know <laughs> so so the thing is it used to be like that now you should be able to ask the question where you remove this filter this this you know this lepa you know this like this framing in this taint in the stigma mm-hmm. of being identified with one ideology or the other this is a free india where indians need to know who they are and what happened to us 
It's a very valid question and I think it's a very good thing it comes to And, and also that you know we can't say that none of us here are not liberal. Exactly. Uh, which is you know which is so strange that you know we are all artists That's from different facets of is. life. Yeah. And you know we you, they can't say we are you know illiberal by any chance just because we question what we've been taught exactly. or what is the truth what is the source which is you what know can be more liberal thing than questioning your prime minister's death. Exactly. And you know and no wanting to know the liberal thing to do. एंड एंड हमारे में तो लिबरल कितने भरे हुए हैं हमारी फिल्म में तो देखिए आप ऊपर से राजेश शर्मा ही हार्ड कोर लेफ्टिस्ट इज अ कम्युनिस्ट इज अजीजा बैकग्राउंड एंड मिठुन दूस टू बी लेफ्टिस्ट ही आइडियोलॉजीज Uh, different beliefs also bring in lot of value to performances when these people are there you know you see the film it's it's beautiful i mean just see for the performance forget everything else yeah ek, talking ek about the performance okay aap bolie ek political development jo main dekh raha hu ki jab bhi state heads ki baat hoti hai aur unke dhyan ki baat hoti hai to bada apmanit kiya gaya hai aap pv narsimha rao ka case in point hai unki dead body ko sir congress karyalay pe lane tak nahi gaya शास्त्री जी का उदाहरण हमारे सामने है सीताराम केसरी कांग्रेस के अध्यक्ष रहे कोई नहीं जानता कहाँ है वो एग्जैक्टली exactly. और वहां से अब आप आज का कॉन्वर्जेशन देखिए अगर अटल बिहारी वाजपेयी जी का जब स्वर्गवास होता है तो पूरे देश में एक प्रकार का वातावरण बनता है पूरे देश में दुख का माहौल बनता है तो एक वो समय था जब प्रधानमंत्री का देहांत हो जाता है किसी को पता ही नहीं चलता है और एक आज का समय है तो मुझे लगता है कि ये भी एक कॉन्वर्जेशन स्टार्टर हो सकता है कि आपके पिक्चर के माध्यम से किस प्रकार लोगों को अमर किया जाए और किस प्रकार जिनका जो योगदान है उसको याद रखा जाए कम से कम टेक्टोनिक शिफ्ट में देखता हूँ पोलिटिकल डिस्कोर्स में टॉकिंग अबाउट परफॉर्मेंसेस विवेक योर फिल्म हैज अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग प्लॉट इट्स ट्वेल्व पीपल टॉकिंग इन अ रूम अबाउट अ मिस्ट्री एंड सॉरी सोसाइटी जो है वो सिनेमा को रिफ्लेक्ट करती है उसका दर्पण होती है और सिनेमा सोसाइटी का दर्पण होता है तो मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि हमारे फिल्म की सबसे बड़ी जीत सबसे बड़ी विक्ट्री यही होगी कि हमने आज जो फिल्में दिखाया है 2019 में एक इंक्वायरी कमीशन बैठी है इन्वेस्टिगेट करने के लिए यदि फिल्म के बाद सच में वैसा कोई इन्वेस्टिगेशन हो जस्ट नॉट नॉट जस्ट वी आर नॉट टॉकिंग अबाउट अनादर स्टैचू ऑफ शास्त्री जी नॉट अनादर चैप्टर इन स्कूल दैट ऑल्सो बट ऑल्सो अ रियल थॉर इन्वेस्टिगेशन टू डी क्लासीफाई द फाइल्स आई थिंक दैट विल बी द बिगेस्ट विक्ट्री रियल विक्ट्री ऑफ सिनेमा absolutely so talking about performances so these 12 people who are in that room they are actually based on prototypes that you see all around us i mean i don't have to tax my imagination too much to think who is aisha ali is based on or who is indira joseph roy is based on it's pretty obvious so when you were thinking of these characters when you were you know in your mind you were giving birth to these characters did you want to uh, them to be representatives of uh, certain i'm not talking about definite i'm um, certain people but they're they're representatives of a certain mindset yes subconsciously obviously i mean if you uh, when we say urban and rural so you have certain kind of image that is a very clinical uh, scientific uh, process that is not the thing but none of this of course i mean if you look in black and white you say ha ye usse milta julta hai ye usse milta julta hai but none of the character is one single person they are mixture of three you four know, people i would i would like to say that because you know i be, as i'm as a person who responded he's the author of it 
So I mean, we, we should continue. The thing is, it's not a stereotype. Hmm. They come as honest people with complex views. You know, they are not stereotypes, uh, represent, representations. They ask difficult questions, hmm. troubling questions. It's not easy. You know, so I think I need to make that clear. You know, they're not just representations of certain thought, thought you know, the ideologies. They're actually complex people asking mm -hmm. difficult questions. And one trade secret I'll tell you, um, what I've done in this is, uh, I, because I know no critic will be able to figure that out, except for people who are not critics. What I've done is that every character in this film sometimes represents a leftist point of view, sometimes rightist. Nobody belongs to any one thing. Everybody becomes everything. I have tossed the entire definition of nationalism, of liberalism. I've, we have mixed everything without saying anything. You'll find. I mean, somebody's some because that's how we are. That's how people in real life are. You know, not the posturing. Because in a room, you're not posturing. Initially, you do, but ultimately, everybody's uh, real self comes out. So they're very complex characters. Like Mithun Chakravarti. The way he walks is one person. The way he sleeps is another person. The way he speaks is more like Lalu types, you know. The way he speaks is somebody else. The his strategy is something. He's a combination of five, six people. Same is uh, Nasir. Nasir, you'll find a Tamil... Aswav, Brahmin, uh, Ayer, uh, Lungi-wearing uh, person. So you will say, oh, I know who he is. <laughs> but very next scene, oh, no, no, he's not that what I thought. Who is he? Achha, now I know who he is. Third scene, you will say, no, but he's moving. So everybody is going in different directions with every scene. That's why it is a very, and I have not done it. These actors have done it. So, actors ki baat aap kar rahe hain to ye apna ye bahut important question hai ki itna acha star cast i think this is a cool in casting i would say that aapne kaise manage kiya main iska ek jawab deta hu sab bahut sab log everybody says the first thing everybody oh mind blowing stellar star cast aisa nahi hai aisa hai ki aap kabhi chal rahe hain aur sadak saaf hai aur wah mind blowing that's how it should be this is how casting should be done this is normal because we do such stupid casting, <laughs> that's why it's looking like a stellar casting. But this is how casting should be. If you look at all the films, all old films, the casting used to be like that. Everybody used to be so perfect in their characters. Problem is that since uh, in last 15, 20 years, the star's character becomes the star. Okay. Now what we have done in this film, their stars, we have made them characters. That's what the second and second thing what we have done is everybody plays a role. Mera role kya hai? Role is a lawyer. So, what is your character? Is he an angry lawyer? Is he a compassionate lawyer? Is he a manipulative lawyer? What are the layers? That is character. Jab hum kehte hain aad ka character achha hai, so we are not talking about your profession. In Bollywood generally, character means your role. Police inspector baat khata mucha lagao, chashma pano, dabang banja. That's the problem. So, Vivek, you know, I wanted to ask one other question that this Pallaviji in the film, uh, you know, it's like a family affair. Your daughter also helped you in the film. So, yeah, so how was it working with both of them, you know, in the film? It's like a working with a daughter is very difficult, <laughs> especially a teenage daughter. You know, she doesn't care, she doesn't respect you, she doesn't she listen to you. She was amazing. I'm, I'm going to side Malika. <laughs> if I may come in on another point prompted by what Shweta said. 
she said that this is going to have a fallout it's going to lead for a demand for a closure on what happened and for me that's a thing that i have waited for 53 years of this mystery and if this going to i don't know whether it will result in a closure i am definite it will result in a clamor for a closure people are going to clamor for it i think declassify the files we want to know now who did it it's important for us now whether we find the answer or not the film would have served that purpose which brings me to the second point i used to think until i saw the rushes uh, of course urban axles i saw what these two films have done for me i used to think the the fake news and the mainstream paid journalism slayer was social media it was until now it still is in many many ways it shook the thing but i think these two films are reinvented cinema as a new powerful medium it's not tells you a story it stuns you makes you ask questions changes the narrative and creates a big public furor and this is what the place for social media i somehow think of it as a definitive turn in public news sharing and public narrative sharing this is i hope it inspires other people to make similar films but it's not even the costa gavras genre it's a very good genre for india to have and we haven't had anything that shakes you abnaxal shook a lot of people it shook me uh, unanswered questions but this one i have a feeling for, because for me it's very subjective the subject is a darling of mine <laughs> lal bahadur we used to call him jawahar lal gaya lal bahadur aaya you know big bahadur so he was so beloved so this is going to make people start looking at cinema as a very powerful weapon i hope every side uses it cinema should come back to the center stage as a meaningful medium not like an idiot entertainment i think this what i think is likely to do i hope it does you talked about characters being perfect but i think the imperfection is what makes them very real don't you think so i mean you know as no i no i'm saying the yeah. casting is perfect yeah. not the char- character. characters Can are all complex they are all imperfect complex everybody starts from somewhere else reaches somewhere else so. I, i play a corrupt journalist she 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 writes not fake corrupt. news yeah. I mean, not not corrupt corrupt but uh, she an ambitious rookie a rookie journalist rookie journalist she's ambitious koi yojna hai is pe aage subhash chandra bose baba kuch kaam karne ka irada hai pehle to ye film abhi release aaj hi subah mein aa raha tha to mere ko phone aaya ki abhi monday ko they are planning to file a petition saying this film shouldn't be released they want to see it they want to see the film first you know so from to pehle wo to khatam kare ek ladai uske baad dekhenge this you know it, it i don't want to tell you must see the movie it just stuff that happened in that time it allow you if you can ask questions like that about everything yeah. see i will tell you like let give let me give you a today reference now know that you need to leak a story through a foreign policy a magazine in the yeah. us where an unnamed source this is like bad journalism you know says i have done a count of the f16 it didn't happen okay why do you need to reveal the information in such a complicated way i mean pentagon could, can give out a like a short para saying this is what we have done a count the reason is that it's a complicated story it's not a very great, great thing to say that the first f16 in the world was shouted down by yeah, by mick when you understand so a good story to put out so i'm saying it is so complicated you know everything you will have to suspect today right and you know 
that kind of questioning, that kind of journalism, that complicated asking, there's a lot of shouting, taking sides, but he's not there. A quiet, rugged, determined journalism is not there. keeping it simple. Sim, you know, really Ask the simple question. As the film ends in the rushes, it says no fake news, right to truth. Hashtag right to truth. I hope this film will prompt all of us on a quest to truth because nothing is important than truth. That is what the motto of our state says Satya Meva Jayate. Indic Academy is very pleased to partner with uh, the Tashkent Files and Vivek Agnihotri. And uh, we wish you all the best. Your film is releasing on 12th of April. And I hope uh, everybody is as impressed with the film, and they will be as impressed with the film as we all were when we saw the rushes and the trailer. It's an amazing work of art and wish you all the best. Thank you. Vivek. And all I want to say is it was my desire. It was my deep desire. To associate you, you must have seen Shuru Mahatena, media partner, cloth partner, ye partner, wo partner, wo aenge, unne aane dije. So, wo to ho gayi because, uh, but I wanted that the film, I wanted to partner with Indic Academy for the reason, normally what happens is all these films, ultimately people uh, see it and forget. I want this to be discussed. Okay, it is very important, it's discussed. So later on, people see what is intellectual partnership, you know, so that somebody who makes a film later, he'll say, what is an, it's a new thing. I've opened something intellectual partner. Nobody did it. They say, Achha, there is an intellectual element also to uh, filmmaking, you know, because there is some, tomorrow you want to make a film and discussing this discussion. And my request is we should take it forward, take it further. We are not very big people. We are not Rangde Basanti. We are not who killed Jessica. There is so much of corporate money that I can hire thousand people in Delhi, give them free candles and make them walk, you know. And then all news channels cover it and say, hey, we have created a movement. If you created a movement, did it move forward? It didn't move after that. There is no movement to that. But I have a feeling by doing this kind of partnership with Indic, this subject will move forward. It will prompt somebody to write a tweet, to write on Facebook, write an article or go back call somebody, discuss on WhatsApp, and that's how I think movements begin, and that's how change comes. So thanks, Indic and, Academy. Yeah. We are part of a big and, and, change. And I think if we can tell, you know, our younger generation, say, you know, who are right now in school and college, to go and see the film and actually get on the quest for truth, to, uh, to question, to dig deep, to learn, to research, I think that's, that's, that, that'll be the great result. I, I think through this platform, I would like to, you know, if there are any principals or professors or teachers, you know, anyone watching this, I think parents and teachers and professors have to take that initiative. You know, they take a lot of students and their classes for movies and they show movies even in schools today. I think they have to take the initiative and show this film. At least let the discussion begin. And I think this is this is like complete family movie because anybody would want to take their parents because they know Shastri so yeah. well. And I'll take my children also because this is a generation which should know that such a question should be asked. This is how country should be. Yeah. Well, thank you Vivek, thank you Prakash, thank you TV, thank you Vinay, thank you Arjun, Gayatri, uh, Guru, and thank you Shweta, and all the best for the movie. And uh, Indic Academy is really, really happy that we could do this. Thank you Thank so you much. Very